Hello, podcast listeners. Today's sermon is from Easter Sunday, and we are looking at the lectionary scripture from Mark's gospel. My sermon title is Going Ahead of Us. Happy Easter. Our scripture reading is Mark 16, verses 1 through 8, and I invite you into the story today. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man, dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you'll see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of God. For the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Risen Savior, we pause as we consider this wonderful story of resurrection. Let it touch us anew as we live our lives in its light. Amen. Well, last year during Lent, I remember thinking this quarantine thing surely won't go into Easter, right? (laughs) You remember that? The good news is that God has not only walked this path with us, but God has gone ahead of us. I remember last year watching myself from our couch in the living room giving the Easter sermon that I had recorded on Monday, Thursday. And I was trying to like and respond to the comments some of you are making on the Facebook posting of our service. Well, it has been one strange year, hasn't it? But God has not only walked this path with us, but God has gone ahead of us. Which is good because we continue to worry about the future. (laughs) When will things be okay again? Really okay? And is this harming us in ways that we aren't really aware? What's it doing to our kids and grandkids and how will they recover? So I'll say it again on Easter Sunday. We celebrate the fact that God has not only walked this path with us, but God has gone ahead of us. Now, the women were worried about the stone. It's a big stone that rests in front of the tomb. It kept wild animals out. But if it's going to be effective, it's got to be heavy. And if it falls on you, it could really cause you some harm. So who's going to roll it away? You know, when we are in grief, we often concentrate on the task at hand. And the women were there to anoint a body. But when they arrive, they see that the stone has already been removed. And so they enter the tomb, still looking for the body of Jesus. They were there to anoint it with spices, burial prep. Did you know this would make them ritually unclean for seven days? So there's this young man sitting inside the tomb. Now, I like Mark's version. The other Gospels all identify angels present at the empty tomb. But Mark just says it was a young man in a white robe. I think it's kind of mysterious. I've always imagined him standing. Maybe that's because Luke's version has them standing. And there were two, and there were definitely angels. 
Matthew has just one angel, but he actually descends from heaven majestically and rolls back the stone and sits on it. And John's gospel doesn't have any angels at the tomb. But Mark is the earliest version, and the women go inside and see it empty for themselves. And there's, there's this mysterious young man, and he's seated. They were afraid. This could be anybody. It could be thieves. It could be the Romans looking to arrest them since Jesus was charged with sedition. Or it could be a messenger from God. And then he says something very odd. He says, don't be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. Well, yes, that's true. He has been raised. What? He's not here. There's the place where he was. Go, tell his disciples and Peter that he's going to Galilee. There you'll see him just as he told you. Those women flee the scene. This is the most terrifying thing they've ever seen. And what would you do? What would you say? Who would believe you? But if it happened to you, how could you not tell? So do you think they ever told? Well, of course they did. That's how Mark knew to write it down. It's kind of a trick question, isn't it? It's like the person telling the harrowing story of danger and the other person listening gets so into it that they ask him, did you die? So Jesus was walking with them on this terrible road. And in fact, Jesus is going on ahead of them. I like the idea of Jesus moving into my future, preparing the way for me. He's not removing all the obstacles. I think of it more as leaving markers. Sometimes in my life, as I walk these lonely roads, I see signposts that say Jesus was here. During the pandemic, we have grieved our way of life, and sometimes we wonder where Jesus is in all this mess. How is Jesus going before us today? In London, England, during the first week of the first lockdown, the Church of England shut its doors, and the Reverend Pat Allerton, vicar of London St. Peter's, had an idea. He's since been nicknamed the walking priest. He says, I had an idea to take a hymn and a prayer to the streets of my parish, to lift the spirits and bring a bit of joy. So on March the 26th, I went out to Portobello Road. He was cautious about the effects of hitting the streets with a loudspeaker, blurring out Judy Collins' Amazing Grace on Spotify. He says jauntily, I thought I might be told to shut up and move along, but I was amazed by the response. People were really moved. They clapped and invited me back. He says they probably regret that now. But I believe that God was coming alongside people, letting them know that he's there. Over the following weeks, Allerton did 64 walking services around London, helped by the amazing weather. Each service with a hymn, a prayer, and a 60-second sermon took seven minutes. He invited people, up to 50 at a time, to join him from a window or doorway. So many people commented on social media saying things like, I'm not religious, but I've got goosebumps. There are tears coming down my face. God's presence was touching people. So Jesus was going ahead of us through this vicar who was walking the streets of his parish. Easter is a reminder of the resurrection. It reminds us to look for the signposts of where Jesus has gone ahead of us. Signposts like the walking priest. But some of us have lost loved ones, friends and family members to the coronavirus. How can I say that God walks with us, that Jesus goes ahead of us, when some of us don't make it. Kate Bowler is an associate professor of Christian history in North America at Duke Divinity School. 
which is United Methodist School, by the way. Kate has terminal cancer, and she's written a memoir, Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved. In an interview a couple of years ago on NPR's Fresh Air, Bowler was asked about how she managed to feel loved by God even in the aftermath of major cancer surgery. Bowler said that of course she wanted a long life with her husband and son, but she also discovered what she called a gift. She realized how fragile life is for everyone. And that realization connected her with the pain of other people. Here's Bowler's own words. It's like you notice the tired mom in the grocery store who's just like struggling to get the thing off the top shelf while her kids scream. And you notice how very tired that person looks at the bus stop. And then, of course, all the people in the cancer clinic around me. That felt like I was cracked open and I could see everything really clearly for the first time. And the other bit was not feeling nearly as angry as I thought I would. And I mean granted, like I've been pretty angry at times. But it was mostly that I felt God's presence. And it was less like, here are some important spiritual truths I know intellectually about God. In fact, here are four of them. I have a PowerPoint presentation. It was instead more like the way you'd feel a friend or like someone holding you. I just didn't feel quite as scared. I just felt loved by God. So Kate's cancer doesn't deny the resurrection. No, in fact, she reminds us to look and see. Jesus has gone ahead of us. The resurrection reminds us that we need to look for the signposts. And now Kate Bowler's words have been made a signpost for us. They remind us of the risen Lord. They're like a young man sitting in an empty tomb telling us, what are you looking here for? Cheryl Shoemaker is a nurse in the emergency department and tells the following story. She says it was a busy morning, approximately 8.30 a.m., when an elderly gentleman in his 80s presented to have sutures or stitches removed from his thumb. He stated that he was in a hurry as he had an appointment at 9 a.m. While taking care of his wound, we began to engage in conversation. I asked him if he had a doctor's appointment this morning, as he was in such a hurry. The gentleman told me that no, he needed to go to the nursing home to eat breakfast with his wife. I then inquired as to her health, and he told me she'd been there for a while, and that she was a victim of Alzheimer's disease. As we talked, and I finished dressing his wound, I asked if she would be worried that he was a bit late, and he replied that she no longer knew who he was and that she had not recognized him in five years now. I was surprised and asked him, and you still go every morning, even though she doesn't know who you are? He smiled as he patted my hand and said, she doesn't know me, but I still know who she is. I had to hold back tears as he left. I had goosebumps on my arm and thought, that is the kind of love I want in my life. As we think about this poor man, sometimes we ask the question, where is the risen Lord in his life? Where is the resurrection? Where is your precious signpost? Well, I think we may be asking the wrong question. For his wife, he's the signpost every morning at 9 a.m. The women were going to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body. They didn't know who would roll away the stone. They found it already rolled away and entered and saw a young man sitting there. He said that Jesus had been raised. He's going ahead of you to Galilee. On this strange pandemic road, God not only walks with us, 
but Jesus goes ahead of us. That's good news. Happy Easter. Amen.